Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Pondering Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today. My name is Michelle, and I truly appreciate all the listeners that are listening right now. I hope you all had a nice Thanksgiving. I took the week off because I had the kids home, and it's kind of hard to have privacy to do the podcast when the kids are here. They were off school. We went to Vegas for Thanksgiving and went to see the Tournament of Kings, which was pretty cool. And yeah, I hope you're all doing okay out there in the world of blended families and step parenting. Hope you all survived the uh, the week and Thanksgiving and all the uh, family obligations that may have come with that. Um, yeah, so today we are going to be talking about advice. The Pondering Podcast topic of the week was, if you could give only one helpful piece of advice to a brand new stepmom, what would that advice be? So I became a stepmom, as I've said before, without even really knowing what a stepmom was or having any experience whatsoever with the world of step-parenting and what it meant. I didn't have anybody to guide me. I didn't have any resources for a long time until I started discovering a couple of them online, but that was years later. So I really didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I would search the internet, I remember, endlessly trying to find some sort of a resource, you know, I would scour online for articles. Um, I would look on Amazon for books, you know, anything I could get my hands on to try to help me through this journey. And I think since that time, you know, nine years ago, I believe I would like to say that the online community of resources has dramatically grown. And also, I see a lot of books being published regarding uh, step parenting and being a stepmom. So I think that's really awesome. So I know there's a lot more out there for new stepmoms, but I think the best advice comes from women who have already been stepmoms themselves, seasoned stepmoms, you know, who've been through it. I think you guys and myself included have a little bit of, you know, expertise to pass along. So I did get a good amount of feedback and I am going to start right off the bat with Shannon's comment. Shannon wrote on my Facebook page, let it go. Don't try too hard to prove anything or fit in somewhere that isn't working. The harder you try to force a relationship that isn't ready, the more frustrated you get and it takes a toll on the relationship you have with your husband. Yes, 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 Shannon. I completely agree and I also had to learn this lesson the hard way. You know, I became so obsessed with being the perfect stepmom and wanting everything to be perfect that it really almost made me sick and it definitely impacted my relationship with my husband in a negative way because I was so focused on that one thing and I I couldn't step back and see the whole picture objectively. All right, so I also had a comment here from Lizzie. Thank you, Lizzie. And also thank you, Shannon. I'm not sure if I thanked you. Uh, Lizzie goes on to say, be yourself and love your partner the best you can. 
don't try and force anything. Kids will see past the lies and manipulation eventually. If there's one thing my stepmom journey has taught me, it's that being patient is never easy, but you'll be so glad you were in the long run. Thanks so much for that. Yeah, I went through something similar and I'm coming out the other side now where it really does pay off to be patient. It pays off not to feed into the drama or feed into the negativity or respond instinctually in a negative way to things that come your way comments that come your way and you just want to react and you just want to say something sometimes you want to say something nasty um, in retort but you just need to really bite your tongue and sit back and do your best and you know be as good as you can be in that situation that you're in and it pays off because if you're completely negative as a stepmom I think you'll find that the stepkids will feed off of that. And as hard as it is to remain positive or even just to remain quiet, that's a big one. Like if you can't be positive, just try to remain quiet and maybe like go call a friend and vent or, you know, write or just get that out somewhere else. Go for a run, go for a walk, but don't say it in front of your stepkids. Don't do it. You'll be happy you did later on. All right, I also got a similar comment from Samira. Hey, Samira, thank you. She says, be patient. Use the most of any patience you have for step parenting because you are going to have moments where your sanity will be tested. Being patient to the max will help you. Yes, uh, this is the same thing. It, it sounds cliche, but being patient will help you in the long run. And your stepkids will remember that you didn't say nasty things, that you weren't that person who insulted, you know, the bio mom. You know, they'll remember that when they're older, definitely. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I've got a lot more comments to get to here. And looks like we've got some great advice. Be right back. So we are here discussing the Pondering Podcast topic of the week, which is if you could give only one helpful piece of advice to a brand new stepmom, what would that advice be? And I've got some feedback here from some ladies talking about the bio mom and her influence on your situation. Amanda says, I would tell them to take the high road, pay no attention to bio mom and her drama to love her stepkids as her own, to do what she loves, and live life as she wants. She's no whipping post. She's an additional family member to love, support, and help raise stepkids. Thank you, Amanda. It is very difficult to try and shut out what's going on in the other house if your stepchild goes back and forth um, to mom's house and to your house. It's it's tough, um, but like Amanda says, you deserve respect. You're a family member who's helping to raise this child or children, um, depending how many you have. And again, with the taking the high road, having patience, trying not to react negatively, it's a challenge and nobody is saying it's easy. 
Um, Chelsea has some comment. Thank you, Chelsea. I always love your feedback. Chelsea says, as hard as it is not to worry, try not to stress and worry about what the mother does in her own home as long as the child isn't in danger. It took me a long time to accept that I can only control what happens in my own home and how my stepson is raised while in my home. Chelsea says this is very difficult when the mother is parenting the child the complete opposite as you and your husband, or in our case, the mom is not parenting at all and is more of a friend to the child. Also, if the mother is very high conflict, save yourself the stress and heartache and do not try to be friends with the mother. I'm not saying to be mean or nasty, always be civil and friendly, but do not go out of your way to try and create an actual friendship. Chelsea says, my last piece of advice would be not to compare. Don't compare your life with your, with your spouse to the life he had with his ex and try not to be upset that you missed out on things with your stepchild before you met them, such as the early years and try to concentrate on all the memories you can still create. Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah, playing the comparison game as far as what's going on at mom's house is, I think, one of the biggest challenges stepmoms face. Um, because a lot of the time, if the bio mom is high conflict or drama, she will say things and those things will come back to your ears through the child. Uh, messages sort of being sent through the child. It's a bit of a manipulation tactic. There could even be sabotage, you know, going on. And hopefully in more cases than not, this is not happening. But unfortunately, I do hear about it a lot. There are some bio moms and stepmoms, as we've gone over in other episodes, that get along really, really well. Although I do agree with Chelsea Um, as far as new stepmoms, you don't need to force a really close relationship with the biological mother, especially at first. I would take things slowly, as she says, always be civil, always be friendly, but I would really be cautious on jumping into a really close and personal relationship with your stepchild's biological mother, especially in the beginning, because there's all kinds of dynamics that will come up between the child and the mother and you and loyalty binds and confusion for the child. Um, I've, I've been through this myself and it's, it, it's very complicated and there's a lot of emotions involved and a lot of different dynamics that happen. So take it easy. You don't need to be nasty. Totally agree with Chelsea. Um, also creating new memories. Um, if your spouse was with the biological mother for a long period of time and they had traditions and things that they would do together, that can be, um, really make a stepmom feel left out in the cold sometimes and feel like she wasn't a part of the past life there. So creating your own traditions and your own memories is important and focusing on that is important instead of constantly going back to the past Um, because you know what's done is done and you got to move on it's important 
for you, it's important for your spouse, and most importantly, it's you know important for your stepchild or stepchildren that you have. We also have a comment here from Kimberly Sue. Thank you, Kimberly. Kimberly says, communicate, communicate. Let your spouse know what's going on. And Kimberly also suggests to keep a journal. Thank you for that. Keeping a journal is very useful. It's good for venting. It's good for recording things. It's just good for organizing your mind and a place where you can put your emotions, where you may not be able to express yourself in every situation. And in regards to that, there's also another comment here from Terry. She says, stay out of the fight The kids have it bad enough with mom and dad fighting each other. They don't need an additional person in the mix. And Terry says in brackets, you look bad no matter how quote unquote right you are. And I've also talked about this in my articles where sometimes we have a lot of things to say, a lot of feelings we want to express. But unfortunately, those feelings aren't always productive and they aren't always useful in a conversation. And sometimes, as Terry says, it is best to just stay out of it. It's best to just say nothing because once words are said, it's very hard to take them back. And also, yes, the kids already have a lot going on. They already have conflict. They're already, in many cases, going back and forth between two homes. So they don't necessarily need another person putting in their two cents all the time or creating any more more chaos. So that's a great point. Thank you ladies for your comments there. I also had a comment from a fellow stepmom on my Instagram and her advice to new stepmoms is take it one day at a time. One weekend can be awesome and the next it's as if they never saw you. And this is an important point. You know, if you're an every other weekend stepmom, you could have a fantastic weekend with your stepkids. And then they go back to the other house. And then the next time they come back, it's completely different. The mood has shifted. Uh, Nothing is the same. And this is why I say all the time, the job of a stepmom that's the most Um, draining is really just continually adapting to everybody's emotions, to all the changes, to all the schedules. And it's never really the same thing all the time, you know, and kids are growing and, and changing every day. So you have to learn how to deal with the sort of flow of evolution and change that comes through your life as a stepmom. Now, before I wrap up today, I think it would be helpful to go over some points, and I'm going to refer to one of my articles that I wrote called Five Essential Questions to Ask Yourself Before Becoming a Stepmom, and I'm going to go over these points because I think they are helpful to women who are either on the verge of becoming a stepmom or are new stepmoms trying to figure out where they are in their role and what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to feel and what to do with these feelings that bubble up to the surface. And number one was, can I handle failure? And for this, I talk a lot about how every mother, every biological mother, every real mom, whatever you want to 
label it as fears failure. We fear failure as human beings. And as a stepmom, you really have to come to terms with the reality that there are going to be times when things don't go your way in the blended family dynamic. This is just a part of step parenting that's always going to be there. And I want to let you know that it's okay. Every parent goes through this. Every kind of parent, you know, biological, foster, adoptive, step, it's just, you know, par for the course. Um, And try not to set yourself up for failure with these grandiose expectations of how you think life as a stepmom is going to be or how your blended family is going to operate. Because one thing that's for sure in the world of being a stepmom is almost nothing goes the way you thought it would go. And you've got to be, as I say in the article, uncomfortably flexible at times. So basically, your feelings about your identity as a stepmom can change from day to day. Your emotions are going to be caught off guard at inconvenient times. You need to be prepared for just about anything. Number two was, what are my jealousy triggers? Now, in this one, I really talk about how your stepchildren will ask a lot of you. They will take a lot of you and you'll get to know them pretty well. You know, you're going to be washing their underwear. You're going to be feeding them. You're going to do all the things that quote unquote biological parents do for their children. And you may never get that credit that you feel you deserve. Um, There's going to be a lot of triggers for jealousy, feeling left out, competition from the ex, or feeling like you need to compete with the ex, Um, competition as far as your partner's attention, whether it be, you know, a push and pull between your stepkids and your spouse, you know, maybe you guys don't get a lot of time together, alone time, which is incredibly important, by the way, um, And you might find yourself also getting really attached to your stepchildren after a time and actually feeling jealous of the biological mom because you also love your stepchildren and it's difficult to share just as it's difficult for biological mom to share with you. It goes both ways. Don't ever forget that. Um, And one of the biggest things you need to remember is you may not get your stepchild's love right away. It could take years. It could take a decade. Um, And you just can't take things personally. Um, And I say also that one of the greatest challenges for a stepmom is letting go of her ego. You know, you got to check your ego at the door. It takes practice. It takes experience. You can't take everything personally. And this will become an asset down the road. Uh, Number three, how strong is the relationship with your partner? This is a big one. I know sometimes it doesn't seem like it's a big one because you just go through the motions and the day-to-day life and you're focused on the kids and you realize that you don't spend any time together. You don't do date nights, you know, but becoming a stepmother is more than just a promise to take care of your stepchild. You need to put the effort in to take care of your marriage, to take care of the unit that is your blended family. Because without you and your partner having a solid relationship together, uh, it's real easy for things to start going downhill real quick. 
Also, you can model a healthy relationship for your stepchildren who many times have come from a broken home, a situation where mom and dad didn't get along, there wasn't any harmony in the household, and you have an opportunity to show them what a real and loving and healthy relationship looks like. All right, do I have a life besides being a stepmom? This to me is probably one of the most vital points. Um, You've got to have something to fall back on on those days where you feel frustrated, you feel drained, you don't, you know, necessarily like being a stepmom. You've got to have something in your life besides being a wife, a mom, a stepmom, you know, something that creates passion in your life, a hobby, exercise, a career you love, your friends, something that is completely separate from your role in the household as a stepmother, mother, wife, all that stuff. Um, It also helps you keep your sense of identity and that will come in handy later because you won't be focusing all your attention and you know, needing that approval from your stepchildren, you'll be getting it from yourself. You can fulfill that within yourself. And I think you'll find that if you have your own life going on outside of being a stepmom, the insecurities that you might have felt before will subside because you're focused on other things. So, I mean, being a stepmom is very exhausting and you've got to have a way to relieve your stress. So the healthier the stepmom, the better the entire family is. And number five, am I ready for negative comments or intrusive questions? So you're a stepmom now, and this is riddled with complexities, decisions, and other people's opinions. You need to get ready for the comments and questions that other people are going to make. I have been there. Oh man, I have been there. And I say in my article that people are curious creatures. People will ask you if you're the real mom many, many times over. They will ask you who has custody. They will even ask you who makes child support payments. And the most important thing that inquiring minds always want to know is how you and the biological mother get along. Uh, Most people will assume that you don't get along with the biological mother, Uh, as I've said before, and it has, you know, you guys have said to me with your feedback, a lot of you have fantastic relationships. So that's a little bit different and something people aren't expecting. Um, People are going to ask you inappropriate questions. People are going to say negative things and people are going to say things to you like, well, you know, you knew what you were getting into when you married so-and-so, you know, you knew he had kids, you knew, um, and you didn't know, you knew you were going to become a stepmom. You knew that it was probably going to be challenging, but you had no idea of the day-to-day, you know, problems that would come up. No idea. You had no idea. You thought you had a clue, but you didn't know until you were there. Becoming a stepmom is not just something you try on for size. Becoming a stepmom is a lifelong journey that affects many other people besides yourself. It will change you forever, and it will also change the life of your stepchild or your stepchildren forever. 
So I hope that those help you. I hope that the advice, amazing advice that I got from fellow stepmoms on my Facebook and Instagram page helped you guys. Um, please keep tuning in. This is only episode five. We have so much more to go. I'm so excited. I'm going to start crafting the next topic that I'll get out in a few days for next week. And yeah, feel free to comment. Feel free to suggest topics on my Facebook page. I would absolutely love that. And as always, you can catch my blogs at www.theponderingnook.com. And have a beautiful day. Stay strong. You got this. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.